2 Timothy 1.6, it, it starts off with Paul saying to Timothy, I remind you, fan into flame the gift of God which is in you. These are powerful words that we start our time together today with. First, you have Paul reminding Timothy that he has a gift from God. Now, Timothy is aware of this gift. So Paul is there just gently reminding him once again that he has this gift of God which is in him and from him. So do you. Let me remind you. Let me make you aware of this again. You have a gift from God. But before we go further, let's remind ourselves first who we are. Do you remember who you are from last week? You are a child of God. You are a child of God saved and redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We've got to start there every day. Okay, so when you wake up, first thing you need to do, bam, remind yourself that you are a child of God, saved and redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Then you have to remind yourself what we're going to do. You're gifted. You are, are gifted with, with gifts from God. And it's so important that you are aware of your gifts because your gifts are vital. It starts to sound like a broken record, right? Your gifts are vitally important to the work of Christ and his church. And yes, whether you believe it or not, you do possess gifts. Because God has given them to you. And I said it again last week, and I'm going to say it again. Friends, your gifts that you have are the greatest asset that this congregation has to move the mission of Jesus forward. That's why we're taking the time at the beginning of this, this new year to look at our gifting. Last week, what I did was try to make you aware of your gifts. I can't make you do it, but I can try to make you aware of your gifts. And I, and I shared with you that you guys truly are the greatest asset that this congregation has to advance the name of Jesus to those around us, to those around the C4. And I asked you if you believe this. And the response was, well, kind of what I expected. <laughs> Some of you were like, yeah, but, but a lot of you were like... You weren't quite sold on it yet. And I get it. I do. Because what, what seems like forever now, we've come to understand that churches hire or call paid professionals to do this work. And, and we, we, we pay them to do this work. And, and so we as, as lay people then, we're often feeling like, well, maybe we're not quite cut out for it. Or, or maybe my gifts aren't for that. Yet that's not true. So by helping you become aware of your gifts, identifying your talents, now we can do what we're called to do. We can equip you for ministry. 
for building up the body of Christ. All right, so let's go back to 2 Timothy 1.6 again. We see there that because of the faith that we have in Jesus, faith that is created by the Holy Spirit, that faith then leads us to use the gift that God has given. That's what Paul is saying here to Timothy. Fan into flame the gift you have been given. Do not neglect it. Do do not make a decision to not use the gift. And that's why he says what he says in his first letter to Timothy. Flip back a couple pages probably. Just if you're in your Bible or in your app, just click a few pages back to 1 Timothy chapter 4. This time you're going to look at verses 14 and 15. 1 Timothy 4, verses 14 and 15. It says something like this. Do not neglect the gift you have, which was given you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things, immerse yourself in them, so that all may see your progress. Do not neglect the gift which was given to you. It's right there. You know what else is there? Practice these things. Immerse yourself in them. Fan into flame the gift that God has given you. So what do we pick up here? Good words for Timothy, right? Yes, but for us too. Do not neglect the gift which you've been given. What is that gift? This is a challenge for you. What, what is that gift? Is it, is it a technical gift? Technical gifts help you perform specific tasks that require a special and refined set of skills. Gifts include craftsmanship, profession-specific knowledge, and acquired skills. So that may be you. Okay. Or is it a communication gift? Communication gifts help you communicate with individuals or groups in a clear and engaging way. Gifts include organization of thought, presentation, and storytelling. Not you? Okay. Got a few more options here. Let's see. Ooh, is it, is it teamwork gifts? Teamwork gifts help you effectively collaborate with and work alongside others. Gifts include collaboration, communication, empathy, humility, positivity, and problem solving. Well, let's just do one more, just for fun. How about critical thinking gifts? Critical thinking gifts help you process data to problem solve or make informed decisions. Gifts include analytical thinking, creativity, data analytics, and decision-making. Now, if none of those fit you, don't worry. I've got eight more that I can share with you, and, 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 and we'll go over those at some other time. But here's the deal. We, we can identify our gifts. We can become aware of our gifts, right? But then what? Then, then what? What if the church helps you identify these things? Is that all we should be doing? No. We're, we're called to equip you, the saints, for ministry, right? So that's why the church is here. 
We're here to help you understand how you can fan into flame the gifts you've been given. We are to be helping you find ways to practice to use the gifts that you've been given. So let's take, uh, I don't know, let's see. Let's take the technical gift one. All right, let's, let's just think about technical gifts right now. If, if you have technical gifts, I don't possess those, by the way. If you do, that's awesome. So those technical gifts are, are ones that help you perform specific tasks that require a special and refined set of skills. So gifts include, uh, but not limited to, craftsmanship, professional specific, specific knowledge, and acquired skills. So let's say you know a lot about cars. Let's say you have the ability to fix them up. You know how to change your own oil. You know how to rotate your own tires. That's amazing. Did you know that? You may not know that if you can do that. That's amazing because people like me can't. So then how can you fan into flame the gift that you've been given? How then can you fan into flame that gift that you have been given for Christ and his church? So often we don't think about it in this way. And, and if you have, if you thought about, well, man, how can I take this gift and, and fan it in the flame and, and use it for Christ and his church? Awesome. Now you can collaborate and you can share with others who have that same gift how you do it. So, so let me throw some, something out there then. What's one way that I've seen people fan this gift into flame? Um, I think I mentioned this in Bible study last week. Oil changes for single mothers. Single mothers need lots of help a lot of times. And a lot of them probably don't know how to change their oil. And so if you could do that and bless them in that way, that's awesome. Need a little money? Come to the church. We, we, got, we have things set up in our budget to help you do this kind of stuff. Don't, then use the gifts that God has given you to bless them. What else? What else could you do? Technical skills, people. Um, drywall repair. Anybody got a hole in their wall? I've got a few. <laughs> I've got a few kids, too. Uh, baking, painting assistant, HVAC knowledge. Again, very limited amount of people know this. But, but if you have this gift and, and you know that, can you offer to help somebody diagnose the problems? Little things maybe to, to, to you who have those gifts, but, but they're big gifts. They're big things that God has given to you to share. Let's do another. Let's do communication. Again, communication gifts help you communicate with individuals in clear and engaging ways. It includes um, organization of thoughts, presentation, and storytelling. So what then does this one look like? Well, I, I see this one looking like coaching. Helping, put, helping people put their, their thoughts on paper. Helping them craft a, a presentation of the material that they, they, that they bring, and then helping them with their delivery. So where's this useful? 
Lots of places, right? But, but when, when I'm thinking about it right away, I'm thinking about each of you, and you have a story. You have a faith story. So, so putting together your faith story, you might not know how to put it together. You might not know how to share it. Well, guess what? People can help you with that. They can sit down with you and help you process through it all. And you know what? They can help you overcome your fear, too, of speaking, of sharing it. Now, we could go over all 12 of these. We won't, and we'll do some of that in Bible study. And, and in the weeks to come, we'll, we'll explore this a little bit more. But, but what you're seeing is the importance of knowing these gifts and then having conversations about these gifts and then collaborating how these gifts can be used. And what we're doing is we're becoming intentional. I- intentional in not only becoming aware of our gifts, but developing them. And to do that, we have to overcome any fear that we may have. Because that's the thing. If fear grabs hold of us, we will struggle to use the gifts that God has placed inside us. No matter what those gifts are. So now let's flip again ahead a little bit further back to 2 Timothy. Verses 1, excuse me, chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. Put them together. It says this. For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of hands. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. God has not given us a spirit of fear and and timidness, but of power and love and self-control. And because God has given us the Holy Spirit and filled us with these gifts, we are not to be afraid. We're not to be afraid of using them. There's no need to be timid in the sharing of them. Instead, we're to be confident in our gifts, seeking ways to use them for Christ and his church. And that's the thing. We have to seek out ways to use the gifts. We have to understand that each of our gifts are important to this whole body of Christ. You see, if if my hands decided not to type this message yesterday, it would have taken a lot longer to put all these things together. My hands did exactly what they were supposed to do, what they were designed to do. And that's what you and I are called to do with our gifts as well. Filled with the Holy Spirit, we can, with complete confidence, use our gifts. Now, there was one more reading. You guys are probably thrown off. There was three readings today. So was I, because I intended the first and second ones to go together. But there was that third reading that Chris read for us from Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, verse 4, it says this. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us use them. Paul here is using the human body to teach us how we should live. How we as followers of Jesus should be living and working together. 
Just as, as the parts of the body function under the direction of the brain, doing what they are designed to do, so we as followers of Jesus are to work together under the command and authority of Jesus. Why? Ephesians 4 again. Where the whole body is equipped and working properly, it makes the body of Christ grow, building the church up in love. And then you got verse 6 there, a verse that struck me yesterday afternoon. It says, in his grace, God has given different gifts for doing certain things well. In his grace, he didn't have to. Right? That grace is that undeserved love. Even though we didn't deserve it, even though we don't deserve any of the gifts that we have, he's given us gifts and different ones. He's given you different gifts for doing certain things well. And how do you get better at that gift? You use it. You you practice, right? You want to get better at shooting hoops, you go out and shoot a bunch of hoops. You want to get better at, at figuring out something you don't know how to do? You look at a YouTube video. And you learn from someone who's done it. And you get better at, at doing it. You put into action what you've learned. So if, if God has given you a technical gift, use it. If he's given you an artistic gift, use it. Use it gladly. Continue reading on in there, you'll see that he says, never be lazy but work hard and serve the Lord with these gifts enthusiastically. Be fervent in spirit. So for this reason, Paul says what? I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you. Okay, if we don't have it down by now, then we just give the Holy Spirit a little bit more time to continue to work in our hearts. So here's the kicker. We have to be intentional in developing our gifts and then using our gifts for the kingdom. Some of you are, and that's a blessing, so thank you. And and the thing is, not only is it a blessing for those it's being done for, it's, it's a blessing for God, but it's also a blessing for you. I mean, when I was putting this together, I was brought back to the words of Jesus there from Acts 20, 35. The words of Jesus in Acts, yeah, he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. He knows. He gave his life. He gave you the gifts. He gave them to you specifically for his purpose. You are aware, yes? Okay, now it's in time to be intentional, using them, developing them, sharing them. And here is where we who are called by you, LMC River Falls, we have the responsibility and opportunity to develop those gifts for you to use. Can't make you do it, but we have to develop the opportunity for you to use them. Last week I shared that this wasn't just going to be another program. This is going to become part of our culture. To to move the name of Jesus forward in River Falls and beyond, it's essential to live out the faith that we have in Jesus. So we are going to be working on developing an intentional, ongoing process to help you not only become aware of your gifts, but to develop them. Do I know what that looks like with right now? No, I don't. 
But as we, we get there, we're going to work with you, and we're going to encourage you to use those gifts. And the first example is right around the corner. We're excited to be hosting our first ever Gifted for More auction and fundraiser to support the ongoing ministry in Costa Rica. Now, remember that you're gifted, your gifts are vital, and God has graciously given you those gifts to use for His glory. So guess what? You want to bake some cookies for the auction? Awesome. You want to offer three cooking lessons at the auction? Super. You want to offer up your services and change someone's oil? Thank you. You want to be a, a driver to the airport? Man, what a blessing. Whatever it is, whatever your KSAs are, knowledge, skills, and abilities, they're useful to the kingdom. You see, Jesus takes your humble gifts and he multiplies them for the kingdom. Here's a few more examples. Cookie of the Month Club, dinner party, ethnic dinner party, yard cleanup. You want someone to help come clean up your yard or you like cleaning up yards? Offer up your services. What about gift certificates for music lessons or sewing lessons? Or maybe a, a handyman gift certificate. You're willing to help a half day with handyman things around the house that people can't do, like your pastor. Here's one. Rent a grandma. I don't know what that means, but babysitting, I'm assuming. Decluttering helper. My wife is good at that, so if you want to declutter... Maybe she'll offer up her skills in that. But whatever it is, friends, your gift is important. Your gift is important because you are important. And, and you joining together with the others, this, this body of Christ, it's, it's super important. Because if, if the body of Christ spends its time with some pushing and others pulling, not much will be accomplished for Christ and his kingdom. But if we're all going in the same direction, if we're all using our, our gifts and our abilities for Christ and his kingdom, watch out. Because God's kingdom will grow and it will explode in a good way. And so I'd love to have you stick around. I'd love to see the Holy Spirit do some amazing work in you. I'd love to have you continue to come and join us as, as we work at building you up and equipping you, the saints, for the work of ministry. And then together, fervently, we can fan into flame the gifts that we've been given, using them generously and gladly, working hard and serving the Lord enthusiastically every day of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.